This episode is brought to you by MGMA Events. Join us June 6th through the 8th for a robust and convenient learning experience featuring education from industry leaders covering a wide variety of challenges facing medical practices today. MGMA Summit is a signature online event that allows you to take control of your journey by attending live or by accessing the sessions at your own pace until July 8th. Go to mgma.com events to learn more and to register today. This episode is brought to you by Dynamedics. Dynamedics empowers healthcare professionals with advanced evidence-based clinical decision support to help improve patient outcomes. You can learn more at dynamedics.com. Well, hi, everyone. This is Daniel Williams, Senior Editor at MGMA and host of the MGMA Podcast Network. Today, we have our newest segment, um, Ask an Advisor, and we have our resident advisor with us today, Christy Good, who is a senior advisor with MGMA and has a lot of experience of working in practices as well. Christy, welcome back to the MGMA podcast. Thank you. <laughs> so you and I were talking offline and you were explaining to me and since we had you on last, which was about a month ago, that we've had a number of questions come in from members around customer service training and how to handle uh, different patient challenges, patient communication, even if you have what could be deemed a difficult patient. So um, did that surprise you? I just wanna ask you in general about that first. Is this something that comes up a lot in that Ask an Advisor chat area um, about how to deal with uh, patients, training, all that front desk stuff that goes on there? Absolutely, um, it has not, that does not surprise me. It is always um, a topic of interest I think everyone's always trying to figure out how to um, better improve the patient experience, how to um, get patients what they need and just make it a overall better experience for the patient. So I think people are always reaching out, um, wanting to know, how can I do that better? Yeah. Has that become a bigger challenge with the staffing issues, the turnover that we've seen, particularly ever since the pandemic started, we've seen just so much turnover at that front desk and you want to make sure uh, that they're, you know, trained up, so to speak. So they do provide the best customer service possible. So what's, what have you seen there? No, I, I would say I have seen an increase, especially because of either hiring new people um, that may have not uh, when they had to reduce volume during the COVID time. So now they're bringing on new staff again or just possible turnover um, as people go and do different roles or move up in the organization. Um, that is a, a one of the points that or position that seems to have more turnover than maybe some of the other positions. So I would say that's always a need that training for that front office um, is very important and is always um, needed. Yeah. 
Uh, I've seen that as well. And we get that kind of feedback when we're hosting the webinars. That's one of those questions that's coming in from that side of it as well. So let's get to a couple of these questions then. The first question we had come in from an MGMA member. Uh, they asked, do you have any online courses I can have my staff do to learn how to deal with patient issues? Yes, um, we actually currently have a course called Front Office Success, but we are updating that course. And currently I'm helping uh, along with another couple people in doing um, some of that updating for um, front office success all the way to the back office actually. And, and then that training will be available hopefully by, we're hoping by October of this year. And that will give managers opportunity to keep um, access to training that they could give that new staff member that comes in or a refresher for those that may need it. You can always use that as compliance training for yearly compliance training down the road. But right now we have a front office success webinar, and then there is a book as well that goes um, along with that, that goes into more depth. Um, we have a number of other resources too around customer service um, that could be helpful as you're trying to improve uh, your patient experience and um, train your staff on how to handle those challenging situations. Uh, I often tell, besides those resources, I often um, tell a practice though, before you go into asking and dealing with how to de-escalate maybe a patient challenge or issue is to kind of take a step back and say, um, what does our customer service training look like? What are we doing for customer service training? And what kind of culture do we have? What kind of culture do we want to have? And, and so we want to set a stage so that the patient feels at ease when coming into the office. And I offer... I always tell them there's like 10 customer service tips that I tell every practice that they should be sharing with their staff. Um, I, I tell them that for the first one is that they should always tell their staff or have their staff take a step back and, and the patient is always right. So think about the patient's always right. They may not be 100% of the time, <laughs> but we want them to at least go away feeling like they were right in the situation that you know they were experiencing or dealing with. Um, and there's no need to argue mm -hmm. with the patient. So I think that's the first one that many people are like, wait, but they weren't right. But it's it doesn't matter. Just let the patient, you know, come away being happy with the situation and not argue with them and just make it better. What's um, a, let me ask you then, what's an example? Like when they come up to the front desk and they're Maybe right, maybe not right, but their their emotions are involved there. Do you, what's an example of something that they come up there to talk about uh, that they're frustrated about? Well, perhaps they came in at the wrong appointment time. Okay. They could come in at the wrong appointment time. Maybe they had a nine o'clock. They thought it was nine thirty. Mm -hmm. So instead of arguing with them that well, you should have been here fifteen minutes ago. Right. Um. It's I'm I'm sorry for the the misunderstanding. Um, but um, let me see if we can get you in. And then the front desk could go back, find out where could they fit the patient in, have the patient feel heard, acknowledged, and say, we're going to work you in 
I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. So you're not putting blame on anyone and you're just trying to work through the situation. So that's kind of making them feel right in a way without maybe them being necessarily right. Gotcha. Um, the second would be to handle patient requests with a smile. I know sometimes we don't always feel like smiling. Sometimes <laughs> patients don't feel like smiling. But I can tell you, I smile even when I go to the grocery store. And it makes a whole difference in people's yeah. day. It truly it does. does. And I get people smile back. And then it's this whole whole connection that you didn't even, that it was so, so simple to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always suggest the best practice is to acknowledge within, you know, 12 to 15 seconds when someone comes in. Um, I learned this in retail myself. Um, <laughs> you just even acknowledge, hey, uh, I see you there. I'll be with you in a few minutes. Um, please have a seat. I'll be with you in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Welcome. I'll be with you in a few minutes. And it's just that acknowledgement so that someone feels like they've been seen and they're not just standing there with, and you shouldn't be having your head down at all times. Um, So uh, having that kind of um, smile and friendly welcoming attitude at the very beginning is very important. Um, Also show your parent patients that you care about them by listening to the patient's problem. So just be engaged Mm-hmm. Um, if they're telling you what's going on because you're asking why are they here, don't be looking down, be looking at them, eye contact, and just listening um, and respond accordingly. Number four I always talk about is to be professional, polite, and have a positive attitude. So that goes with being a, having a smile, even when we may not feel like it. Um, and I have seen that turn around a person's bad day. Um, right away just mm-hmm. by doing that. Um, another little one is just know your patients. And it might not be knowing everything about them, but if you know they have a dog, you know they have mm-hmm. a cat, how is your day today? Just even that personal, how is your day today is knowing your patient as simple as that. But if you know what their cat is or their dog or their grandbaby or their daughter or son, that that whole piece just helps you make a connection with those patients. And then um, my last one is be helpful and go the extra mile. Um, I'm always, I always think of the quote, you never know what someone is up against. Right. Um, and so they might come in and they are upset and they're just, they're stressed and they're angry at you, but it's not really about you. It's about what they're dealing with. And if you can do those like six seven things that just really help them when they first come in um, right there, then you're probably not going to have to de-escalate anything because you've already set the stage for a positive, um, you know, uh, encounter mm-hmm. or visit. And, and so that, that to me is what I always look at when someone comes and asks me about how do you deal with patient issues? I'm like, well, how are you dealing with customer service and patient experience now and your culture. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about ways to de-escalate if needed. Yeah. Um, and then the other key is just communication. So when when staff and doctors and providers and, and patients are all in clear communication, then there's not that misunderstanding. And and so again, hopefully by doing those those things, then you won't have to de-escalate anything. Okay. 
That was great. Thank you for sharing that. Now, we I see that we had a, another question that you shared with me that came in. And one of our MGMA members says, we are currently in a season where all of the front desk staff members are new to the medical practice. I am sure there are a lot of our listeners <laughs> going, nodding their heads right now, like, yeah, we're going through that too. So with that in mind, when you have all new staff members there, uh, this MGMA member says, we need a written reference manual for them to make the onboarding process easier. Uh, senior advisor, Christy Good, what, <laughs> what advice can you give here? What can they do? Well, I do agree. They do need a written manual for policies and procedures. And we know many practices struggle with that. Uh, it is a task mm -hmm. in itself to develop. Um, we have a number of books that are available that have downloadable forms that you can customize for your um, practice. Uh, we have a an employee handbook for medical practices. We have a policy, an HR policy and procedure book for medical practices, and an operating policy and procedure book for medical practices. All, um, at least the HR and the employee handbook are eBooks as well. Um, our policy and procedures manual is getting an update, but um, there are still wonderful policies and procedures that are available. Um, the other thing I suggest always is reaching out to the MGMA community because we have a library on there where people have uploaded policies and procedures that could help you so you're not recreating the will. And you can also post your questions to our MGMA community to where you can say, hey, anyone have a policy on whatever? And then people respond, your colleagues respond and say, here's my policy. Feel free to, you know, tweak it for your practice. So it's a it's another great resource um, to to use so that you don't have to start from the very beginning. Perfect. And then on on regard to our onboarding, we actually have a wonderful onboarding toolkit. Now it's mainly focused on provider onboarding, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of key things that you can take away and make it your own for onboarding staff. Um, but that that the employee handbook will be important as well as your HR policies and procedures um, just for the beginning to get your staff on board. And then, um, of course, front office success webinar to get them trained on um, that front office customer okay. service. That is great. Now, I wanted to let everybody know uh, Christy has provided several uh, links that go directly to these resources and tools. So we will include those in the episode show notes. You can click right through to those um, and access these great resources. So MGMA Senior Advisor, Christy Good, thank you again for joining us for Ask an Advisor. <laughs> well, thank you. It's always a pleasure. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of MGMA's Ask an Advisor podcast. Thanks again to Christy Good, our resident MGMA senior advisor and the brains behind Ask an Advisor, that feature. So I want to thank her again. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the MGMA Podcast Network. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.